this is my first podcast, so, you know, welcome. I really don't know what we're going to do on this podcast, but I just want to be like a really chill vibe. So this is going to be my first episode, and yeah, so that's fun. So the first thing I want to talk about is like the normalization of like not kind of like hate crimes, but like homophobia is in like schools. So it's not this kind of thought came from obviously me being in school and coming back from lockdown. Um so I realised that the amount of like when people misbehave and like call out, I realise that almost half of it is related to like homophobic remarks. And I think that's an issue that we need to talk about. Um especially because like in like secondary school, a lot of people are figuring themselves out and a lot of people are closeted back in secondary school and it's really damaging to people when they've constantly got like every single hour they've got people saying homophobic things so it really shows how like normalized it is and I think that's an issue so um this is my like not solution, but like my views on it. So, for example, whenever something bad happens in class, it's called gay. Or like the new kind of way people do it, like make homophobic remarks, is by calling things sus. Which sus kind of means like it's suspicious. And I think the implications of that are just that being gay is a bad thing. And it's not. And we need to normalise that thought because unfortunately it's not normalised. Um, so that is not good. And I think also the thing that was suspicious is kind of like it's almost pretending like being in the closet is like a visible thing. <laughs> Because if you think of the word suspicious, like, you're a suspect of something. And in this context, it's like you're a suspect of being gay. That means you're in the closet because you wouldn't be a suspect if, like, you're out, you're official, if that makes sense. Um, so, if, yeah, like, I think that's basically just my opinion on like the etymology of like using new ways to say something's gay and I just think it really shows how people are changing where they say things just they're adapting homophobia and like if you're gonna have to if you have to adapt something why just why not just get rid of it (laughs) and yeah So I think that shows how, especially in school settings, is a massive issue. 
also another thing that I've realised is there's not really much support for LGBTQ plus children. And so this kind of takes many different forms. For example, gender neutral bathrooms don't exist in schools. So for non-binary pals, um, they don't have a place where they can kind of feel like they don't have some form of dysphoria, like having to choose an array. And also, I'm, I'm going to hopefully get onto this in like a future episode. But being non-binary is also so like shamed at school. Like it's, it's like a very less so tyrophobia and like it's less direct but if you think about it there is a lot of transphobia as well um in schools so let's get on to more about like classroom homophobia um so i'm going to start off like this section with like I'm, I'm again going to try and like dig into like the actual statements. So I think a big part of um, this homophobic like attitude within classrooms is again that people are really figuring themselves out and like people like homophobic people know that kids are in the closet at this stage and they use that to their advantage because you know they're not going to say they're not going to try and like defend gay people for they're in the closet because they don't want to out themselves. And I think that is relatively reasonable that if you don't want to endanger yourself by outing yourself, that sometimes it is a lot harder to defend what you really think because you don't feel safe. And I think we should normalise like not forcing yourself to come out when you don't feel safe. Um that's my take on that um I also think that like the way that we're taught also um very much influences people to be homophobic because if you think about it like how often do you talk about LGBTQ plus groups it's like once a year twice if you're lucky and we don't get any representation education for example like you do wrote texts like Romeo and Juliet or like I don't know just pretty much all like the set texts just say like English are all if there's a love story it's all about straight people and I obviously get that most texts are historic so therefore they're less likely to have gay people due to homophobia but I think that that's not really an excuse because not like you can't find newer pieces that could help talk about that and I think if we're exposed to good representation at young age this classroom homophobia would be a lot less and also the way that um education on like different sexualities is taught I don't think it's taught correctly because obviously we learn all like the basic terms and like what LG what to be LGBTQ means. But it's always kind of like very hush, like we're not allowed to give 
our experiences. And again, I get that people are closeted, but we're not given the opportunity to talk about it. And this just more puts people in a box and just teaches the homophobic people that, like, it is this kind of secret thing. And, like, to out someone is kind of, like, cause drama and to unveil their secret. And I don't think we should normalise that. <laughs> Again, um, so, just to recap, um, the way that we're taught is very heteronormative and this affects the way that we see um, and the way that people interpret the community. Okay, let's come up with some more things to talk about. Um, sorry if I'm saying um, a lot. Uh, it's it's kind of hard just to start this off. I also want to talk about how um, in schools, like just the general structure is so hard to <laughs> express yourself in because obviously I've had experience of like coming out to my friends and you're just really not educated on it because a lot of my friends didn't know what a lot of the terms I was talking about meant and meant that I have to had to explain it and they're saying they didn't understand and obviously that's completely valid and I'm happy to educate people but I think it shows how our school system has failed us if we aren't able to show or like tell people about the LGBTQ community without having to explain ourselves. Um, and that is totally not the fault of people who are uneducated because again, it's a system. Um, I get that as a like white female, I'm not obviously oppressed, but I think in a way it does show a form of oppression if we have to um again it puts us in the closet like you can't exactly get out of it because to explain yourself to come out you have to explain yourself so much um which no straight person would ever have to deal see like have like giggly schoolgirl like crushes but like you don't have to explain why you like that person. They're just a person, if that makes sense. And it's so hard just to have like an innocent schoolgirl crush when you're not straight. Because um you're also, like you've never been taught how that works. And a lot of times you almost feel guilty liking someone of the same gender because you feel like if they found out that you liked them they would be kind of not ashamed of themselves but they'd think differently of you and I think that is really important to think about is that people feel scared to have crushes on people it's not just something you can like stop <laughs> like it's not something it's not like the heterosexual like crush because they can just kind of 
tell Crash, and obviously they could be rejected, but it's a different kind of rejection. You don't have to be scared that that person could be homophobic and they could literally, like, hate crime you. You don't have to be scared of that. And, again, that's not saying that straight people have no issues. It's just saying it's a different type of issue in relationships. Like, obviously, straight people go through breakups and, like, ups and downs in relationships and, like, abusive relationships. I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying that LGBTQ plus um, members, they go through a lot more trauma because of their relationships. Um, There's obviously a different type of trauma because it stems from homophobia. Anyway, enough of the heavy talk. Let's line things up a bit. So let's talk about good news of the week. Um, Let's think, what have we got? Um, so what have I found out this week that is good for the LGBTQ community? So we've got, um, I found out that, um, this isn't a good thing, (laughs) sorry, I'm just really bad at coming up with good things, clearly. Um, I found out that gay marriage was only legalised, like, properly, officially in 2013. And I was having a conversation with this with someone else. Um, and I just think that's so, like, atrocious. Well, not atrocious, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it is atrocious. I just think, it, again, that shows how we haven't been educated on it. Because I thought, you know, it was legalised by the early 2000s. I found out that the date that I was thinking of, which was 2003, was only when civil partnership, I think, was legalised. And I'm talking about in UK terms here. I'm not sure about other countries. Um, Yeah, I think that's a big fact to consider. And I was thinking, imagine like an older couple, like an older, older lesbian couple, and they've just never been able to marry. And they have to rate their whole lives for hoping that one day they'll be able to do what straight people have always been able to do. And whenever I think of that, it makes me so upset. And it just really makes me evaluate how lucky I am to be born where I am. And that if I was, like, whoever I want to love, no matter, like, I'll be able to hopefully marry them. And I think that's a really nice thought. Um, so, one second. I'm going to search up something positive today. So. Um, let's see. What have we got this week? We have got um, parties. Um, one second. 
Anyway, I found some good news. Um, so Amazon has rejected a book that frames LGBTQ, the LGBTQ plus community as an illness. So although Amazon's not the best company, at least they're making strides um, towards that. Um, Press has, um, has banned, has pledged a ban on uh, gay conversion therapy, and that is very good. I'm very glad about that. Um, Liz Truss, that is, I'm talking about Truss. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't clear. Um, and a minister has been has been urged to quit over LGB um over her LGBTQ plus stance, and that is very interesting. Um. Oh, also, one thing I really want to talk about um the protests in Ghana. Um, of the LGBTQ plus community um, protesting for um, anti-discrimination and um, for themselves it's really important to remember that that is a thing that's happening and obviously when I say that we live in a world where I would be able to marry whoever I want I'm saying where I am I'm not saying that all over the world is perfect. I'm simply saying that I'm glad that I am where I am in the world. And yeah, I'm happy that um, I'm so privileged to live where I do, where I wouldn't necessarily um, have to experience some things that people in history have had to due to my sexuality. So that is not all for today but um, that is the good news. Um, I am going to start finishing off though. So I hope this was a good first episode. Um, it's been quite chaotic but um, yeah I'm hoping um, it's enjoyable <laughs> to listen to. I know it may come come off a bit, um, a bit like rambly, and probably has a lot of pauses in it. But um, I this is my first time doing this, so I'm really hoping um it's enjoyable. It's not boring to listen to. Um. But I'm hoping um, to do another episode in the coming days. Um, I want to quickly discuss like where I'm going to be doing these podcasts. I'm probably going to be doing them every few days, but obviously due to like homework and stuff, I don't know when I'm going to be doing these um, specifically. It's probably going to be, yeah, every couple of days. Um, I'll probably forget for like two weeks and then come back to it. So whenever I feel like it, we're going to do these podcasts. Um, I probably won't get guests on, but you never know. I might get some of my friends to join. Um, but yeah, I'm really hoping that everyone is having a lovely day. 
Um, no one has suffered anything bad this week, but um, I'm looking forward to like starting this, and I just really want this to be like a safe place for LGBTQ plus teens to like really hear themselves in me and to comfort them. Um, <laughs> I know it may sound strange, but like I just can't well be a, a safe space for people, and I get that this is very informal. Um, but you know, I just want to be for like friend to friend, you know. Anyway, I will see you guys in the coming days, and yeah, um, I hope you have a really great day, um, and that you are happy. Um, so make sure you've eaten today, make sure that you've done all the things you want to do and that you're keeping yourself, yourself safe and please, if you're able to stay at home and be really responsible, like wear your mask, please, just wear your mask. I really hope that you will stay safe and that you haven't suffered much loss in this pandemic. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping you're all well anyway goodbye i am off